Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Senior Care Live, where today we are recognizing and celebrating the, are you ready for it? The 450th episode of this program. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're too kind. You're too kind. <laughs> anyway, how about that? Thanks for tuning in today. I, I just really appreciate you being here today. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers and helping them make informed decisions. And as you know, it's a great place to listen and learn. And there's so many folks considering Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I, I hope you will, too. As always, if you have a question, you can visit online at Senior Care Live. That's L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com. Or you can give us a call at 1 800 331 6445. 450 episodes. Man, that's a lot. <laughs> and God willing, we'll, we'll have 450 more. How about that? So today I wanted to start off and spend a fair amount of time talking about assisted living. Uh, You know, it's not a standardized model, and it can be very confusing. And I want to talk about some of the – it's a pretty long list of some very common issues that could trigger – a, a discharge from assisted living. And, uh, you know, many, many assisted living residents must leave that level of care and move to the next higher level of care, which is long-term care. And uh, frankly, you need to be aware, there is a tremendous amount of conflicting information in the marketplace. And again, I think some of that is driven by uh, the fact that it's not a standardized model. So for example, long-term care very standardized model. They all offer about the same thing. Some deliver much better than others, but uh, you know, if if one place could do it, the next place can do it. It is pretty standardized. In assisted living, that's just not the case. There's a very wide lane of how you can operate in that space. So, I want to review again some of the common issues that will result in you receiving a discharge letter from your assisted living community. Uh, so, and this is in no particular order. And I already, I can already hear some people saying, "Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, Steve." 
my my assisted living representative they said that we're an agent place community and you know my my mom my dad my loved one can stay here for the rest of their life and although that may be true and that's certainly what the assisted living community would like to have have happen the fact is many a, a fairly high percentage of assisted living residents will uh, come into one of these reasons for discharge and they will have to move it's just a fact and in fact let me just say that i get the phone calls a whole lot of times <laughs> right from someone who uh, they felt like maybe they were a little bit misled or they weren't told the whole truth or the whole story and and now we have to move and gosh we sure are upset steve help us do this right and get it correct uh, through senior care consulting so uh, anyway here's here's one of the reasons and this is fairly common actually Becoming a two-person transfer. So uh, this was a while back. I get a call from an irate family member saying they were very upset to have received a 30-day discharge notice. They were not told of any transfer limitations whatsoever. There's that we feel like we were misled a little bit. Okay, and so, you know, they, they moved in. Their dad was there, lived there maybe you know, a couple of months or so, very short period of time. And all of a sudden they get this letter, we can no longer meet the needs of your loved one and you'll have to move them to another facility. And oh, by the way, you've got 30 days to do that. Oh man, they were very upset. So I might say that, you know, shame on them. They over-promised, under-delivered, and they didn't tell you all of the information. And I'll also say that most of the time, the family didn't ask the right questions. Okay, you didn't ask the right questions. They didn't tell you their limitations. It's just a collision course there of of those two things happening. Okay, just as simple as that. With senior care consulting, this is never an issue because we won't let you make that mistake, period. It's just a fact. Okay, uh, the second Reason, and again, no, no particular order if your loved one requires too much care. So the staffing model at these assisted living communities, they have limitations. All of them have limitations. And if you need or your loved one needs more care than they can offer, you are out, period. And usually that limitation is driven by staffing. So, for example... We'll go back to that two-person transfer. If a person weakens to the point where it takes two staff or maybe even a mechanical lift to help move that person from point A to point B, from their bed to their walker, their bed to the wheelchair, on and off the toilet, in and out of the shower, et cetera, et cetera, well, we can help with a one-person transfer, but we're just not staffed. We don't have enough staff to help our residents who would require two-person transfer, two people to help you do that, or a lift. We have no lifts in this place. So once you hit that threshold, hold, you'll have to move. It could be as simple as that. That's probably the most common one that I, that I hear. All right, the next one, number three, incontinence care is becoming more and more necessary. It's a, it's a need that is just ever-increasing. Over time. So let me say this, and again, I, I just mentioned assisted living has a fairly wide lane. Some of them would offer very little 
assistance and support. Some of them offer a tremendous amount of assistance and support. Most assisted living communities can help at least minimally with incontinence management. There used to be one particular place I'm thinking of that said, nope, if you have any incontinence whatsoever, you got to move to long-term care. And I'm like, wow, you, you're not competitive with all the other assisted living communities around here. Why would my client, and it's been a while back, why would my client spend $5,000 a month with you and you won't even help them minimally with their incontinence management? That's kind of crazy. You're not competitive. I said it very nicely. But you're not competitive. We're not going to come to your place because you're not going to meet our needs. And there are, most of the other places can meet our needs. So we're not coming to your place. So as I said it nicely. I wasn't mean. Well, shortly thereafter, that information got to the CEO of the company. And guess what happened? All of a sudden, they changed their staffing. They changed their policies and procedures. And they can now offer a, a, a reasonable level of incontinence management and support but it was after i pointed out to them that uh, they were not competitive so good for them they listened to the feedback they listened to the constructive criticism they changed their model and now they're much more uh, complete i would say uh, level of care at that assisted living level but um if your incontinence management is increasing and increasing and increasing and exceeds uh, the support that is offered by a particular assisted living community, you will get a discharge notice. That could easily happen. Okay, number four, uh, if you need a low air loss mattress to prevent wound care issues or skin breakdown issues. Okay, so once you get into wound care management, if it's just pretty, pretty basic and very light situation, a home health care company paid for by Medicare can come in and help maybe change a dressing once a week, can help out with that. But anything greater than that, where if you need a low air loss mattress to prevent wound care issues and skin breakdown issues, that means that you are in bed a, a for many, many, many hours a day, over and above what you would be sleeping overnight. Uh, and that's probably indicating that you're a two-person transfer. And then if you're developing wound care needs and skin breakdown issues that needs, you know, maybe daily attention by nursing, you are absolutely uh, a, in that medical category of need. You would need long-term care, and you're absolutely not, at that point, an assisted living candidate you're going to get a discharge if if you develop or decline to that particular point needing those type of services and products. Uh, another one, number five, if your loved one needs uh, special medical care, uh, and, and I just mentioned, such as wound care, uh, or maybe compression wraps for lymphedema, or if you require a mechanical lift, again, two-person transfer, if you should need tube feeding, or IV therapy, any of those higher level, what I would classify or categorize as medical care needs, assisted living is just not your place. And that's why so many people are spending 50 to 100 hours running around looking at all these places and trying to do their homework. They're really trying to get it right. 
but they have some of these medical needs, but they don't understand that assisted living level of care is not going to meet those needs. So they're going to assisted living facility after assisted living facility, one after the other after the other, hoping they can find one to address these needs. And then they find out that, oh, well, oh, you can't. Oh, boy. <laughs> right. So that, that's why so many people are working with senior care consulting uh, to get through that whole process in literally just a few hours. So uh, I'm going to have a whole lot more about that topic coming up next. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. Medicare will pay for your stay in an assisted living community. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a very special episode of Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network, where today we're recognizing and celebrating the 450th episode of this program. And I just can't thank you enough for being here today and celebrating with me. I I really appreciate you being here. For more information, you can always go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget, you can stream the program anywhere in the entire world to any of your devices at SeniorCareLive.com and through the app Odyssey. The Odyssey app, it's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Just uh, do a search for that. Download the app. Go to Talk 980 AM. Favorite that is your station. And then you can tune in to this program that way. And guess what? A lot of people do that. All over the country and literally some places around the world. That's kind of crazy, but hey, we all are interested and in, in need information about senior care, right? That's right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, how about that? That's a shameless plug. Okay. Stop that, Steve. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the senior care live question of the week. Medicare will pay for your stay in an assisted living community. Is that statement true? Or false? And the answer is... False. The answer is false. Don't shoot the messenger, okay? Steve, I've got the best Medicare policy that that money can buy, and it'll pay for my assisted living stay, right? Nope, it will not. Medicare will not pay for one single penny of your stay at that assisted living level of care. And again, don't be mad at me. I'm just reporting to you the facts, okay? Just the facts. (laughs) All right, so let's get back into uh, some of the very common issues that you may receive, that may cause a discharge, okay? You may receive a discharge notice saying that you have to move your loved one from assisted living to another community, and usually that means you're going to have to step up to that long-term care level of care. So I've already talked about several here. Let's just keep that that theme rolling here. Uh, the next one is uh, if your loved one requires pain management that is more than the assisted living staff can handle. So if you're just taking Tylenol you know, a few times a, a day or something like that, that's no big deal. That's just, that would go along with distributing your medication. No big deal. 
But if you're dealing with pain patches, uh, injections of pain control medication, or trying to manage an implanted pain pump, so if it gets to some of these higher levels, some of these pain management uh, efforts can can become exotic, and and they're very effective too, by the way. That could be more than the assisted living staff can handle, and that could trigger a discharge to long-term care. And just remember, assisted living is not a medical model, period. It is not. It is more of a social model where they can help you minimally or fully with those activities of daily living. There there usually is a, a nurse. Maybe there is an RN available, maybe even working a shift or two. There's always one available, at least. Way more LPNs than RNs, typically, generally speaking, and then a whole lot of CNAs and CMAs or CMTs. And they can distribute your medication and help you with those, you know, bathing, dressing, grooming. And, and I've, I've talked about that a, a lot in the past, but it's just not a, a medical model. So uh, they're going to they're gonna really fall short with some of these things. And that's, that's, uh, that's why I'm talking about this here today. Okay, number seven. Could be as simple as needing diabetic management with insulin injections. Pretty common, right? Well, let me say that you can move into assisted living if the resident can manage their own blood glucose monitoring, right? So they, they've got the glucometer and they, they might take their blood sugar readings uh, a few times uh, a day, maybe once a day after meals, whatever it is. And then if they can draw up the right amount of insulin and give it to themselves properly, and you have to demonstrate you can do this, or if you have one of the pins that will dial up the right amount to inject, you can do that. It's a lot easier. Then, then you can be there and you can do that. But at some point, if, you're, if the resident themselves, if they're not able to do all of that and manage that properly... Let me say, most, not all, okay, we have all these exceptions, but most assisted living communities cannot offer around-the-clock LPNs or RNs that could provide that diabetic management with insulin injections. Now, a lot of diabetics are type 2, so that they, can, they could use... Uh, oral medication. All right. Well, that's easy peasy. That's no big deal. But the, the the issue is injections and who does the injections. And if you need them to do it, most of them, they will fall short there and that's not going to be a fit for them. Now, as soon as I say that, there are some assisted living communities that can offer diabetic management with insulin injections around the clock. They're staffed for that. But I would say the vast majority cannot do that. And again, comes back to a function of staffing. Okay, number eight, help. Uh, you need help eating food, literally feeding yourself. Okay, or maybe you need a very specialized diet, such as a pureed diet or some sort of a, a very, very specialized diet. That's going to fall into that area of long-term care, managing that medical model. Uh, or, or if, if you just you can't feed yourself and someone 
literally has to feed the resident. Usually that's going to fall outside of the majority of the assisted living communities. There are some assisted living communities that will prepare you a pureed diet. They will help you eat, but that would be the exception, not the rule. Okay, this is kind of a big one. Number nine, all assisted living communities care for residents with cognitive issues. All of them, every single one of them. So if you contact one, they'll say, oh, yeah, we offer memory care. Even if they don't have a special designated uh, locked memory care neighborhood, but they do all care for cognitively impaired residents. However, when the memory-related issues begin to increase, and if they should exceed their limits, they will ask you to move. So, for example, your loved one is doing well at the assisted living level of care. Everything's going fine. Then you start to see a decline. Usually, the different forms of dementia, there's this slow and steady decline. And now, all of a sudden, your loved one begins to wander about. Not wonder, not W-O-N-W-A-N, wander. And now they're considered an elopement risk. So, most assisted living communities have what's called a wander guard system. It's a little transmitter, like a little watch bracelet. Get too close to an alarm or an exit, an alarm goes off, they'll come and get you. Uh, but this can be a great tool to prevent your loved one from leaving the, the building, you know, unintentionally placing themselves in harm's way, okay? However, if your loved one is setting off the alarm too many times per day, uh, it's just becoming too great of a risk and they can't guarantee your loved one's safety, they will discharge your loved one because they can no longer meet your needs. So coming up next, I'm going to continue the many reasons that your loved one could be discharged from the assisted living level of care. Don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a very special episode of Senior Care Live right here on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network, where today we're recognizing and celebrating the 450th episode of this program. Woo-woo! How about that? That's awesome. That 450, that's a bunch. It just seems like we started a couple weeks ago, frankly. I love every minute of it. So if you'd like more information, you could always visit SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out our podcast of all of the recent episodes, uh, again, at SeniorCareLive.com or all of the major podcast uh, outlets. Wherever you get your podcasts, you should be able to find it. All right. So today, talking about some of the top reasons that your loved one could be discharged or asked to leave the assisted living level of care. The last one I talked about was, uh, and, and it, it's, it's a big one, right? And again, all senior care communities have residents there living there with some level of cognitive issue. Some may just be a little bit pleasantly confused, just a little bit of memory issues, no big deal. Uh, some places, even if you're, if there's pretty 
heavy confusion. Uh, they'll all of all of them are a little bit different, okay? But at some point, they're going to cross that threshold of being asked to move a little bit more than we can handle here. Too disruptive. Uh, your your loved one is is has become an elopement risk that we just can't manage. We can't guarantee their safety, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, that that's a that's a huge one. Okay, so if you're out visiting senior care communities, you know that your loved one has some form of dementia. Could be kind of early stage. Um, it's not really an issue right now, and you move into a place because they said, "Oh yeah, we, we, oh yeah, we we can provide memory care," and they can, right? But if they do not have a separate memory care neighborhood that has codes on the door and all the things that come along with quote unquote memory care in a special memory care neighborhood, a special part of that building, it could cause you problems down the road. And trust me, I get lots of calls on that <laughs> with senior care consulting. So if the assisted living community has that designated memory care neighborhood, then your loved one can be transferred to that area of the building. And that usually takes care of the issue for the most part. So and always remember, assisted living is the level of care helping folks with those activities of daily living. It's not medical at all. Right? And memory care is the type of care that is offered at that level of care. And again, if it's all sounds very complicated, it's because, frankly, it is. And that's why, again, so many people work with senior care consulting to help them walk right, right, right alongside of our clients, help them walk with them, help them not make mistakes that will discharge, uh, result in these discharges here. So I'm getting ahead of myself. I have some other stuff I want to talk about here a little bit later. <laughs> okay. Number 10. If you run out of money, you're going to, you're going to be discharged. Okay. Most, the vast majority, I won't say all of them, but the vast majority of assisted living communities are private pay only. And even if you've lived there for years and years and years and you've spent three, four hundred thousand dollars with them, doesn't matter. If it's a private pay community, and most of them are, then the second you run out of money, you're out. That's it. I will have a little more to say about that later. Right? Now, if this sounds like I'm I'm I don't I'm not a fan of assisted living, it's just that's not true. Okay, and and oh well, you, you know, you're just being mean and about assisted living. No, no, that's not true. Don't call me with that. It's not true. Assisted living level of care is fantastic for tons and tons of people. I'm just telling you some of the things to be careful for. In a minute, I'm going to tell you how to avoid that, too. How about that? That's a teaser. We call that a teaser in the business. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a minute. Number 11. If your loved one is falling too much, they're falling all the time. They don't have enough staff to uh, be close enough or watch over your loved one enough to try to prevent them from falling. Again, putting some of these fall reduction strategies in place, maybe that's a little more appropriate at the long-term care level where there's more staff to help out with that. 
If your loved one is falling too much, you're probably going to get a call. They'll they'll work with you. They'll try their very best. You're probably going to get a call. Now, once in a while, they'll say, you know, your mom, your dad, your loved one is falling too much. We can't guarantee their safety. If you want them to stay here, we're going to ask you to sign a negotiated risk agreement. Okay, so I don't have time to go into that today. Too much to talk about. But let me say this. Never, ever, ever in your life, ever, 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 never, 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 ever, ever, never sign a negotiated risk agreement. That's just a very glaring and clear indicator that you're not at the right level of care. Move your loved one immediately to the proper level of care, which in this case would be long-term care, and don't sign a negotiated risk agreement. That's all I'll say about that today. All right, the next one, 12, if your loved one has any negative behaviors, I'm putting behaviors, I'm putting my air quotes up, they will be discharged. It could be uh, too much wandering. Uh, Another issue with wandering is uh, your loved one, and they're not trying to cause problem. God love them. This is not their fault. This is the disease working in them, causing these, these issues. Wandering in and out of other resident rooms or apartments So you're sitting there, you're minding your own business, and someone comes in, they start going through your drawers looking for their socks. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What what are you doing? Get out of my apartment. Get out of here. Well, they're, they're not trying to cause problems, but it's very disruptive. Okay, that could... That, that could get you, uh, that could be considered in that behavior or disruption category, and that can get you discharged real quick. Okay, or exit seeking. This is, a, this is the highest level of elopement risk or flight risk. So someone with uh, memory, cognitive impairment, memory issues, et cetera, they're looking around, they're like, oh, this is a pretty nice place, but it's not where I live. I'm going home. Boom. They're trying the doors. They're, they're, they're wanting to get out. Uh, if, if they don't have, if the assisted living community doesn't have that special locked area, then uh, that, that's going to be a, a major problem and that's going to get you discharged. Uh, the negative uh, behavior could be foul language or inappropriate language. Uh, it could be inappropriate language or Worse yet, inappropriate touching of the opposite sex. That'll get you a discharge uh, one-way ticket out real quick. Inappropriate or unwanted sexual advances. And again, this is all related to the memory. It's the disease talking. I just hate this stuff, but it happens. It could be uh, the the quote-unquote behavior could be aggressive. An aggressive behavior or even combative resident. Uh, most places are going to send you out to a hospital for a geriatric psychiatric evaluation, try to adjust your medications uh, to uh, you know, remove, remove these uh, issues, hopefully. It usually works pretty well. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, psychotic breaks, um, hallucinations, talking to people who are not there, uh, it just super, super disruptive. There's some things uh, that ca- kind of fall into that negative behaviors category that will get you a quick ticket out of there. All right, so what can you do to avoid a discharge and help extend or maximize the stay at your chosen assisted living community? Number one, ask the right questions about their limitations. Understand what you're getting into and how much care they actually provide. 
Okay, ask them if you can provide a two-person transfer. Ask them what happens if you run out of money. Ask them what happens if your loved one starts to wander. Can they manage that? I mean, ask good questions. Okay, we do. I mean, we take care of this for our clients at Senior Care Consulting, but you can do it too. Right, number two. If your loved one has memory-related issues, make sure you choose a place that actually has a memory care neighborhood or separate space in the building dedicated to caring for cognitively impaired residents, if you might need that in the future. Otherwise, uh, it's a major risk, and you, at some point you're probably going to get a discharge notice. Number three, choosing an assisted living community that's connected to long-term care so that if your loved one's needs exceed that threshold of that assisted living level of care, you can move across the street, across the hall, uh, you know, just down the road, whatever, wherever it's located to their long-term care level of care. It's an easy transition. And you won't be discharged. You just move to the next level if they're connected. That could take care of it. Understand the finances of it all. And do the math and calculate how how long your loved one can afford to pay privately. And ask yourself this question. Are you willing to move them again one more time if they should run out of money? If the answer is no, then you need to choose a place that's connected to long-term care and make sure that that long-term care level is Medicaid certified. And then that way you've planned for their needs for the long term. And if all of that, again, sounds confusing and overwhelming, that's because it is. And if you want help with that, you can contact my firm, Senior Care Consulting. We will take care of all this for you. We won't let you make a mistake. You can reach out to Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. 913-945-2800. Visit online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. And I'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to a special episode of Senior Care Live right here on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network, where today we're celebrating recognizing the 450th episode of the program. How about that? For more information, just visit SeniorCareLive.com. So I'm not going to do a Senior Care in the news. Maybe I'll do it next week. uh, But just to say that the Omicron numbers are tanking. And there are so many physicians that I've heard speak. uh, And they predicted that this will burn out and that uh, we're pretty much done by the spring of 2022. And at this rate, unless some crazy new variant comes up to, you know, take the world by storm again, et cetera, et cetera, uh, I, think, I think they might be right. So uh, anyway, I'll, I'll share some of those specific numbers uh, t- with you next week. It's pretty, pretty impressive uh, as far as these, these numbers are decreasing and it, it just, just in a, a very, very good very good trend that I'm seeing. So I'll share that with you next week. But first. (laughs) 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 All right. We can't celebrate the 450th episode without having a little laugh. So 
<laughs> so don't throw rotten tomatoes at me, okay? <laughs> All right, here's one. Why aren't koalas actual bears? Well, it's simple, because they don't meet the qualifications. <laughs> okay. All right. I know. That was bad. I, I, I even think that was bad, but it, it was so bad that it was funny. So, okay. <laughs> Here's one. What do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? They have the same middle name. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That was just bad. So, all right. So, uh, this one might be slightly inappropriate, but hey, it's four hundred fiftieth one. Let's go for it. So, a senior gentleman is sitting at a bar when a young woman walks in and sits down just a, just a few seats over. The senior gentleman gets up. Shuffles over to her, leans in, and asks, So, do I come here often? <laughs> All right. And, and, and might I say, that's the worst pickup line ever. <laughs> that's awful. Do I come here often? Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. And then bringing it home. <laughs> Two elderly women were eating breakfast in a restaurant one morning. Ethel noticed something funny about Mabel's ear. And she said, Mabel, do you know you've got a suppository in your left ear? Mabel answered, I have a suppository? She pulled it out and stared at it. Then she said, Ethel, I'm so glad you saw this thing. Now I know where my hearing aid is. <laughs> All right. Yep. We had to do that. Sorry. Sorry about a couple of those. <laughs> anyway, I, I thought, you know, we haven't done a, a giggle uh, for a while. So. All right, and then there's this, and this is directly related to uh, all of the assisted living information that I provided earlier. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a consumer alert. Consumer alert. Okay, so here's a warning about the possibility of being misled when discussing assisted living with a representative. And let me say this just right off the top. Most representatives do a very good job. I know of a bunch of assisted living representatives, and they do a great job. They're, they're very accurate with their information. They don't mislead anyone. They do a great job, okay? But uh, I'm unfortunately, I'm hearing more and more stories like this, and, and it's a real concern. So just wanted to share a story uh, with you of one of my clients, and he had he was in a predicament where kind of suddenly he needed to place his wife in care. He had his own issues he was dealing with, and uh, and, and he had to get this done pronto, like very very quickly. So he had not one, not two, but three representatives that came to meet him, and they and he was at his home. And they were sitting around the kitchen table. And he, he said, I asked the very clear 
and very direct question, what happens when we run out of money? So we're not going to be able to pay for this forever. We can for a while, but at some point, I think we're going to outlive our assets. What happens when we run out of money? And they hemmed and hawed, and they, they, they chose not to answer. Now, oh, golly, gee, we, we just don't know. He said, I asked that question multiple times, and I never got an answer. He said, but I was in such a predicament, in such a pinch, I just, I just had to move forward. I had to have care. They said, well, you know, we'll, we'll have to check into that. We'll get back with you. So let me tell you, they knew the answer for sure. They knew, they chose, they knew for a fact that they were not a Medicaid certified community, but they chose to not answer so that they could make a sale. It's just as simple as that. It's very clear to me. An entire month later, a representative, a different person from that assisted living community called and explained, oh, we're not Medicaid certified. And if your wife runs out of money, you'll have to move her. You'll have to find another place. He was not happy about that. He felt like he was misled. And let me say, yes, he was for sure. So he called his hospice provider and asked them if they could find a long-term care community for his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We can, we, can, we can do that for you. A full week passed and no response from them. So guess what he does? He picked up the phone. He called Senior Care Consulting. He listens to this program, and he was referred by his attorney. His attorney said, call Steve Keeker. He'll get the job done for you. He does a great job every time with all of our clients. Love him. You won't have any problems. He will get the job done. Give Steve a call. So guess what? He picked up the phone and called me at Senior Care Consulting. And guess what happened? I got the job done for him. <laughs> very quickly. Very easily. He, is, he said, I am so happy that I reached out. I'm so happy that I worked with you. He said, Steve, that's the best money I ever spent. It was worth every single penny. Uh, he, and he even told me, he goes, Steve, you should be charging more for your services. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. Well, thank you. I, I'm glad you are happy with the service. Please refer Senior Care Consulting to your friends and, and other, other folks who may need some help. It would be my honor to serve them as well. So here's the message from the Consumer Alert be very careful who you get your advice from and be very careful regarding potential misleading information that you may receive out in the marketplace. Proceed with caution. This has been a Consumer Alert brought to you by Senior Care Live. All right. If you want to avoid that entire mess, again, reach out to my firm, Senior Care Consulting, 913-945-2800. 913-945-2800. You can also go online at SeniorCareConsulting.com. All right, how about that for 450? And God willing, we'll do another 450 more. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here for Senior Care Live.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.